What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Post Show Podcast. I'm your host, John the Video Guy. Thank you so much for tuning in. And in this episode, guys, I started a few things. I started an Instagram account and a TikTok account. And basically, in this video, I'm going to be going over my first impressions using these platforms. You know, I've known I've known of these platforms for a while now, but I've never used them personally or professionally. So for my personal brand, I decided to just go at it, you know, and just decide to, you know, make an account, go go for it, test it out, see what's out there and see how these platforms work for me and my brand. And I'm going to be sharing my personal experience using these, basically my first impressions of these platforms. So if that sounds interesting for you guys, feel free to stay tuned because I'm going to be going over my all my thoughts, you know, using these for about the last seven days. So let's dive on in. And before we get started, as always, I'm going to be reviewing my YouTube stats. I'm going to be going over the last 28 days on my YouTube channel, some ups and downs throughout. So let's dive in. So within the last 28 days, I gained about 5,000 views. 189 watch time hours and 29 new subscribers. Right now I have 392 subscribers on my YouTube channel. So inching closer to 400, almost halfway to my goal of a thousand. I don't think at this point that I'm going to get there by June, but you never know. Um, but it's been pretty consistent. It seems like the bottom is around 28, 29 new subscribers each month. That seems to be kind of like it's either that or a little bit above that. In the last two months, it's been around 28, 29. So currently I'm averaging about a subscriber a day. All right, and then the top 10 videos for the last 28 days, still at number one is the countdown timer and After Effects tutorial. It gained 1,100 views in the last 28 days. So pretty much a fifth of all my views within the last month came from that one video. Then in second place, this video has been popping off lately. It's called Best iMac for Video Editing in 2022, Render Videos Faster. That gained about 524 views within the last 28 days. Then in third place, there is Fixed Color Banding and After Effects Gradients. This really works in parentheses. And that gained 388 new views in the last 28 days. Then in the fourth spot, we have How to Remove Plosives and Audio Pops in Premiere Pro. Then in fifth place, we have Video Copilot Effects Console Tutorial. Then in sixth place, we have Convert WMV Files on a Mac. That seems to be a very popular one. I always get a lot of comments from that video specifically. I think a lot of people uh, find it helpful to how to convert you know, Windows or PC files on a Mac. Then in seventh place, we have Animate Increasing Numbers in After Effects, Count Up and Count Down. Then in number eight, this is a new one, how to use Podbean, podcasting for beginners. So this one's starting to get traction. I think YouTube's now realizing, oh, uh, recommend this video to people, you know, wanting to learn how to podcast or use Podbean. So it's nice to see that one starting to, you know, get some traction there. Then in the ninth spot, we have best Premiere Pro preference settings, most editors overlook. And then rounding out the top 10, we have create rolling credits and After Effects. So those were the top 10 performing best videos within the last 28 days. Let's look at the new videos that came out within the last month. So I do have some exciting news. The first video actually last month was called Create Realistic Frosty Breath and After Effects Tutorial. And what was exciting about this video is it's the first video I had a partnership with. So 
uh, a company called Visual Effects Pro actually reached out to me and provide some free visual effects that I can use in a tutorial. And in return, I made this tutorial. So out of all the videos within the last month, it has done the best at around 107, uh, 127 views, 10 likes. So it's pretty good. And also I do have an affiliate link. If you guys are interested in, in the market for some visual effects, I will link it down in the, the show notes down below. And if you do happen to make a purchase, be sure to use my coupon code JohnVlock at checkout to receive 15% off your order. So that was pretty cool. So I was looking at my subscribers at that time. I was around 350 subscribers when they reached out. So that's pretty cool. I think, you know, it just goes to show that, uh, you know, having a niche audience, you know, different companies and very specific niche companies, you know, find value and just like the viewership of very specific YouTube channels and audiences. So very exciting. Um, and I'm happy I was able to do a tutorial. It was a fun tutorial too, creating realistic frosty breath. Highly recommend checking it out. Um, it was a really good video. So the next video that came out was called Premiere Pro Toolbar, Every Tool Explain. This one did a, probably about below average. Um, it did 29 views, five likes. Then we have Easy Elegant Slideshow and After Effects Tutorial. This had 120 views. So next to create realistic frosty breath, this did about the second best. Then we have Blur and Pixelate Faces in Premiere Pro. This underperformed is around 17 views, three likes. And then the last one that came out was Light Trails Animation After Effects Tutorial. This did 34 views, two likes so far within the last week or so. So some common uh, trends that I am noticing here uh, off the bat looking at these is that the After Effects tutorials are actually doing a lot better than the Premiere Pro tutorials. So that's something interesting that I'm going to keep in mind moving forward. I'm going to continue to analyze this and keep my uh, eyes peeled because, you know, I might end up going towards more After Effects tutorials since it seems like there's a need to learn more After Effects tutorials than Premiere Pro. Or it could have been a weird scenario where, you know, the easy, elegant slideshow and After Effects was, you know, just something people were searching because I'm going to actually make a video that's coming out soon called Easy, Elegant Slideshow and Premiere. And I'm going to see how that does and actually compare it and see, OK, is it, you know, is it because it's an After Effects tutorial or is it because, you know, because people are looking how to create easy, elegant slideshows and whichever software. So it's something to keep an eye on that I've noticed within the last month. And that's pretty much it for the last 28 days, guys. Let's dive into today's episode, talking about Instagram first. So what I first noticed uh, creating an Instagram uh, profile, and if you guys want to check out my Instagram and TikTok, my handles are down below in the show notes if you just want to see what I've done so far just testing out the platforms. But what I've noticed on Instagram is it is very populated and it is very dominant. It's a very dominant brand, obviously owned by Meta. Uh, it is probably one of the front runners up there with YouTube when it comes to social media platforms. What intrigued me and what I really like the most about Instagram is how uh, pretty it is or how artistic uh, the posts are. It's very neat to find different profiles where, you know, you find artists and different creators that really take into account the look and the style of their Instagram profiles where you go to it and you see, you know, the nine squares initially and you scroll and just 
being conscious of how the pattern looks. It's really, it's a really artistic and like photogenic uh, platform. What I also notice about Instagram is is very multidimensional. You know, you can post one photo, you can post a carousel of photos, you can post videos. Then there's other things where you can make a story, and then you can make a reel. So it has a lot of different things where in other platforms, you're more limited to where, you know, it's just a video photo or like, you know, it's more lean to one way or the other. Where YouTube, you know, you can only make a video or a short. Um, And TikTok, I think it is just a video. So, you know, Instagram, it seems like to be the platform where you can almost do the most, it seems like. So what's my take on Instagram? I I honestly, I like it. It seems like a lot of people are on there. A lot of high quality content is on there, which I'm going to get to with the next platform we're going to talk about today. And um, I'm honestly going to lean towards Instagram. I'm going to talk about TikTok later, but Instagram, I'm going to lean more heavy on Instagram because I do see of a lot of value using it to reach similar to how I'm using YouTube to reach other creators through hashtags such as videography, video editing, graphic design, motion design, and still being able to reach out and build a community through Instagram. So I'm going to try it out, guys. I'm going to start posting on Instagram more often. Uh, You know, the reason I've been hesitant on going on to social media platforms in general is because, you know, I always ask myself before I create an account, what value am I providing? You know, what what is the point of it, of doing, being on the platform, posting? What am I posting? And when it came to YouTube, it was very obvious, like, post video tutorials, post my experience using or trying a new software. You know, what are the things I learned that I can share to, with others? And on Instagram and a lot of the other platforms, I don't really see the same value transfer um, being executed. So with a value first mindset, that's kind of what I'm looking at. And when it comes to my Instagram strategy, what I'm going to try implementing is just sharing, you know, thoughtful insights on the industry, you know, my experiences so far, uh, probably linking to blog articles, videos, the post show podcasts, and different resources, On Instagram, I'm also going to start creating Instagram-specific content, really focusing in on Reels because it does seem that they are focusing a lot on Reels lately, uh, especially to grow. The way I look at it is Reels is probably the best opportunity to use when it comes to trying to build a community where it doesn't seem like posts and carousels uh, get a lot of new traction. And dare I say, I'm going to start creating vertical videos, guys. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna start doing it. Gonna start creating vertical videos. I thought I'd never say that, but you know, when when I'm going through Instagram and scrolling, and I see a video come up, if it's vertical, I think it just kind of it fills up the whole phone, and you're kind of like pulled into it because it's a whole experience where your whole phone's, you know, the way you hold your phone's vertical. You scroll, you see a video, and it fills the entire screen. Where if it's in a traditional 1920 by 1080 box, you know, it doesn't fill the whole screen. Uh, You know, you might want to flip it. I don't think you can flip it. I haven't tried. But you can't really see it as well. So I'm going to focus on making vertical specific videos on Instagram and see how that does when it comes to, like, posting reels. 
So that's Instagram, guys. Let's move on to TikTok. So uh, my first impressions of TikTok, to be honest, weren't that good. I don't know. I'm not a fan of the platform. I don't think it's made for me. I'm going to dive in a little bit more on that. But uh, honestly, it seems like a ghost town. It seems like it really came, you know, in 2020, everyone was on it. And now that it's 2022 and I decide, hey, guys, I'm on TikTok now. It doesn't seem like a lot of people are on there. Where when I went on Instagram, it seems like a lot of people are on Instagram posting a lot, or at least a lot more frequently than TikTok. And when it comes to TikTok in general, it seems like it's very more casual and very entertainment focused. And, you know, when I think about my personal brand on, you know, inspiring people through video and design and education and mentorship, there are a lot of very talented TikTokers. (laughs) That sounds weird. But there are. I can really appreciate the video editing. But when I think of the audience that goes on it, when you go onto TikTok, you're looking for, you know, a a relief. You know, their slogans make your day or, you know, what is it? Make make your day. I think it's make your day where you go on it to, you know, escape from reality. You watch TikToks, you get lost in time. And it's more of an entertainment platform. Um you know, people aren't going on there to search for, oh, how do you do this in Premiere Pro? Or, you know, things that you need to know in the video editing industry or whatever. You go on there to listen to, you know, hit songs to choreograph video and, you know, it's short, snappy videos. So when it comes to my content, I made one TikTok. I don't think I'm going to make any more. Um, I just wanted to make one to see how it goes. And there are a few things I notice from making just one TikTok. I do have to say it is very tempting because you get a lot of views right off the gate, depending on the hashtags you use. I made one about graphic design, just a simple, uh, very quick tutorial of how to remove a background in Photoshop with just one click. And it got, I think, 227 views. And I have zero followers. I think I'm following like one person, one company, and it got 200 uh, views. And if you compare that to other platforms, it would take quite a while to get the same exposure on YouTube and probably even Instagram as well. Um, so that's what I noticed. It is very viral. It's very tempting to create content because it's going to get in front of a lot of eyes. But I think the trade-off is what's the value of the audience? You know, is it the type of audience that is going to appreciate your content and want to follow you? And that's the other thing I notice is it has a low retention rate. It doesn't have a, or not really a retention rate, I guess, I guess retention rate, because you don't really know how long they're watching your video for. Because I think when it comes to views, they're swiping, they might watch it for like half a second and swipe again. But what I should say is it has a low conversion rate, uh, meaning that, you know, I had 227 views on a video, but I think I only had like one or two likes and zero follows, where on uh, YouTube or other platforms, the conversion rate is a lot higher with where people will decide to subscribe or follow you and like your video more. For example, like if we go to a similar video on YouTube, uh, the Create Realistic Frosty Breath had 127 views, 10 likes. And the TikTok video I made had 227 views and two likes or one like. I think one was my like because I accidentally hit the like button. 
because I, I don't know how to use these platforms, guys. I'm a noob. But um, yeah, so and no follows, right? And, and then inside YouTube, you can actually go to your audience and see how many subscribers actually subscribed uh, from your videos. Where in TikTok, there's not really any analytics section where you can, you know, see that. So all in all, I think TikTok, I don't know if it's going to last a long time. I have, I have a feeling Instagram is going to be around for a long time, but TikTok, you know, it might be just another vine, you know, it might just be another kind of trendy thing that people go on and eventually people kind of forget about it over time. But I don't know. And what's interesting is all the other platforms started uh, implementing the TikTok style type of videos, you know, with YouTube using YouTube shorts and then Instagram using reels. So the big boys are already taking what TikTok made and using it for themselves. They're just swallowing up whatever TikTok did. So it's like, why stay on TikTok when you can just go to Instagram where you have more options or YouTube where you can make longer form format videos and shorts if you want. Now, what's interesting about short form videos is I've been debating also on like, should I use, should I create uh, YouTube shorts? And I've been debating on whether I should make a podcast episode, uh, you know, just talking about YouTube shorts, because I do think it's very in interesting. But I do also think it follows the same narrative of TikTok is there's a low uh, conversion rate. You know, you might get a million views on a YouTube short, but like how many of those people are actually subscribing to your content? There isn't a really a, a call to action per se of, you know, people liking and then subscribing to your channel. You, they might see your video once and probably never see your video again. And also, I think just to close this uh, episode off or this part of the episode is just thinking of like the amount of work that goes into TikTok videos. And they're only like up, like I think TikTok started recommending my videos for like two days and then it just like plateaued. So it has a very short shelf life where, you know, why I'm so bullish on YouTube is because this, like my number one video was created three years ago and it's still generating 1100 new views every single month. So that's why, you know, when it comes to return on investment, you know, you can almost think of like YouTube videos as digital real estate where they kind of appreciate over time. Um, and I can't say the same for TikTok, Instagram. I don't know yet. I don't think so unless people scroll back all the way and like they keep, you know, they're very interested in the stuff you do. But I don't know. I think to be honest, guys, YouTube's king. I think Instagram has an opportunity to gain more followers as well. It'll be interesting to see how, uh, my account grows and to see if there is any conversion rate going from like Instagram to YouTube and then maybe following my podcast, blog and website. So it's a whole interesting thing to, you know, it'll be basically it'll be interesting to see how my uh, personal brand ecosystem develops and where the most traffic is coming from, which platform and how the conversion rates are from like, you know, podcast to website or Instagram to YouTube, YouTube to Instagram. So it'll be interesting. Like even from this podcast episode, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how many listeners of this podcast will go to Instagram, follow, or go to my YouTube channel and follow. Um, but yeah, it really, it really depends. So it'll just be interesting to, you know, see how it uh, develops over time.
So yeah, that's my take on Instagram and TikTok. Um, not that anyone asked, but basically being new to the platform, those are my first impressions using the platforms. All right, so to, f- to close out this episode, I'm going to be going over the next few videos within the next month. So coming up here, we have create slow motion without high frame rate footage. I'm going to be honest, the next month, I'm really excited for a lot of these videos coming out. I think they have hit potential. They're shorter. They're snappier. Um, this one's like six minutes. So, and I think it solves like it's something that people want to do that sometimes they aren't able to do. So I think it does have potential to become a hit. Then the next one, I if I had to uh, bet, which I'm usually always wrong here, on the, the video that's going to take off, it's going to be this next one. It's called 10 Awesome After Effects Shortcuts in 5 Minutes. So, and the video is 4 minutes. But I think that could be possibly a hit where people watch all the way through and then they click and they continue watching my stuff or another video. Because on the tail end of that video, since it is only 4 minutes, most people will probably watch most of it. If they get to the end, there's a video that links them to the top 10 effects to use inside After Effects. So as I mentioned, uh, I think in the last episode, trying to link other footage to um, the new videos coming out. Then next we have Preserve Skin Tones, Color Grading, and Premiere Pro. I think this one's going to do good too. It seems like color grading tutorials in general do good on YouTube. So I'm hoping that does good. And similarly, I think I link to a color correction tutorial possibly at the end. And then next we have how to use 3D camera tracker in After Effects. This one, I think it depends. I'm not sure on this one, but it is a shorter tutorial. People are interested. I think it it shows them how to use this specific feature inside After Effects. And then going into the first week of April, we have create easy, elegant slideshows in Premiere Pro. And this is kind of like what I talked about earlier, where I'm going to compare this video to the After Effects elegant slideshows and see kind of the correlation if there is any to slideshows in general or if it's just After Effects seems to be uh, more uh, in demand than Premiere Pro tutorials. So it'll be interesting to keep my eye on these videos and see how they do. So there you go, guys. The other thing about Instagram, which is cool, is they have DMs where what I've noticed with the Post Show podcast, if you guys want to reach out or leave comments, there's not really a good way to do that. So if you guys do want to leave comments, feel free to DM me on my Instagram channel. That's always a good outlet now that I have one. Or if you guys do want to reach out and provide feedback, feel free to go to johnthevideoguy.com. There's a contact form on there. Feel free to provide feedback on the post show if you guys want to hear something specific, you know. But thank you guys, as always, for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care.